something I wanted to talk to you guys about is I was Uh-oh. I was driving in my car listening to the radio. Chad, I also listen to the radio. We're so relatable. I mean, I just we, there's good local radio in Boston, and I like listening to that, and I find good music through it. So yeah, the, I, I like listening to the radio. It makes me feel like old though. I'll say this: curation is important. Yeah, I think also like you know just kind of dealing with uh, what's what what are the common people listening to? You know, <laughs> getting down on their level, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll stop. I'll I'll step away from my high my high horse listening to the Fall Out Boy album. And like, what's what's what are the real? What are the plebs listening to today? Yeah, uh, yeah. What's what's your what's your uh, one sentence review of the new Fall Out Boy? Like mid tier, no Foley do, but there's some good jams on it. Mm. They're exploring they're exploring the space, and glad to have them back. Nice. Listen, it's hard to rock when you're getting older. All right. Now that we've done twelve tangents away from Chad's original point, <laughs> you're in you're in the car listening to your radio. This is the most old man I've been at screaming at clouds I've ever been. But like you know, listening to the radio, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe it. This DJ is playing one of my favorite old '90s songs, mm-hmm. Eiffel 65's "I'm Blue." Oh no, Chad, Chad, I'm so sorry this happened to you. And I'm like getting excited. The beats, you know, I oh. know that synth, I know those notes. Oh. And instead uh, comes in other vocals saying instead of, you know, I'm blue, daba dee, daba die, it's I'm good, I'm feeling so fine. Yes, I'm feeling so fine. Things are great. There's nothing wrong in the world. I'm going to have the best effing night of my life. They made, first off, they stole the beautiful <laughs> song by blue, daba dee. <laughs> you had also heard this, this David Guetta's... Bobby Rexa, whatever. Chad, yeah. you made mention of this recently, and I told—I think I told you—I was editing a continue episode, which will probably be out by the time this episode comes out. But I was talking about that exact song in that, and how offended I was because they—the da da fun is da da gone in the song. <laughs> right, that's a better review of it than I could have possibly ever given it to it. I. This this trend of like I know it's been happening for years. There's probably even songs we listened to when we were growing up that we didn't realize were like samples. Yeah, but just to take the entire musical track of the original song, take out the vocals, put a different vocals on top of it, strip any of the kind of not not that blue was the deepest song in the world, but there was something about it. It was nothing when <laughs> that was the fun of it was that it just didn't have to mean it. It was just gibberish. And it was, yeah. Yeah, it was like, that's what I mean by like the da-da fun. It was just absurd. But what was good about it was that it was a song on the radio that wasn't about uh, falling in love or capital T tonight. Yeah, having the best tonight of all time. <laughs> We're going to have the best time of our, time of our lives tonight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have an unplanned baby tonight. <laughs> and I, it just like, it made me so upset. And then I went to the YouTube video where David Guetta and Baby Rex are just like, Performing it to a crowd of millions and everyone's having a great time. So maybe <laughs> I'm the... like, this is like <laughs> the, just... this is like the food fight concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just an endless wave of people doing T pose, just kind of like moving the exact same animation. <laughs> I fucking love that. Cool. Just like gently rotating with the beat of the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like I don't want to, I don't want to yuck their yum. They're having a great time, but like. I, I feel like I need to be there with a helicopter and a massive loudspeaker going, they didn't originally write this song. Three guys from Europe did in the 90s. Shut the party down. The party must end now. <laughs> we can only play this song until we listen to the original work first. It's important for context. You realize you've become the parents in the music video now. 
I know, I know. You're the person who gets pantsed at the beginning and end of the video. But like, instead of the, the guy from the D. Snyder music video being like, you gotta turn this music off, it's me just going like, well, do you understand the historical connection and the significance of this song and where this original sample came from and what maybe this work meant? And now let's talk about what it means to change the meaning of this song. I need to Google Blue Dabadi and I need to see what the significance is. Have you, have you ever seen the video? It's great because there's like little CG alien guys in a little spaceship. Yeah, they were cool. Yeah. And they're talking about living in a blue world. And everything's blue. All right. I loved that. I loved that album. I played... I had Eiffel 65's Euro Pop. Got it as an Easter gift when I was 12. Merry Eastmas to everyone. Merry Easter, <laughs> Easter while we're recording this. Yo, did y'all get Easter gifts too? I did. Well, the basket was big in my house. Of course. Yes. Basket. Of course. But besides the candy. Um, no, no. It was all it's a holiday about candy. You didn't get one single toy. I would get one toy. Yeah, see, I get I, I get one one gift on top of the ch- chocolate candy, and one year it was Eiffel 65's Euro Pop. It's Halloween. It was Halloween and spring. Easter is also uh, <laughs> the like anniversary of me uh, being like I think I was like thirteen and uh, quitting the church or something like that. I, was uh-huh. like, I don't think I believe in any of this stuff. <laughs> well, you were like, oh, Easter is just lazy Halloween. Nah, I'm out. <laughs> Easter's a pretty. It's a pretty rough holiday i feel it does there's not a lot of cohesion in it like the imagery it should be like a really important christian day it's or, one like, of the yeah. biggest it's the biggest yeah. right yeah. I, I guess but it doesn't it never feels that way yeah christ lifted a giant rock and and killed the pharisees with it <laughs> yeah but he, he smashed it on their heads like he did like yeah he game picked, of thrones yeah, style he, smashed their heads in <laughs> he used uh detroit smash and just absolutely destroyed <laughs> Easter has so much buildup. There are like four holidays before it. If you're going yeah. by purely Catholic standards, you have to do. Yeah. You have to put in work before Easter. You have to go to multiple masses. You have to wear the stupid stuff on your forehead that itches all day. You know what I'm Wait, talking, what talking about? about? Ca- what talking Catholics. About? You get the ashes on your forehead. Oh, the ash. The ash itches for you. I yeah. was like, a little bit. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's not. Co- it's not comfortable. No, it's not a comfortable feeling. It's it's, it's kind of greasy. It's been a it's been a long time since I've gotten that on my forehead. Now, I, me too. I, now I did love getting my piece of palm. That part was cool. Yeah, that was that was pretty neat. Fat Tuesday is the best one because you just get a bunch of pancakes. Wait, hold on. <laughs> you guys didn't do that. No, no. we what? didn't. Is this a Protestant we, thing? No, I, th- I think it's a it's like a French Catholic thing, and we're more in the Irish Catholic. Yeah, Italian. Oh, and yeah, Irish. Fat Tuesday. You know, it's also known as looked it up. It's also called Pancake Tuesday, and it's supposed to be because you're, I think, like because you're gonna go into Lent and maybe like, oh, you need to carb up. Yeah, possibly gonna fast yourself. You get to carb up, but you know, people in the Midwest they're not gonna fast. They're not doing that. But we're still going to gather in the church rec center and have a bunch of free pancakes. Okay, my yeah. my mind is all mixed up because we have a place in Philadelphia called Fat Tuesday, and it's a party joint. So I had no idea. I just assumed Fat Tuesday was party time. Well, it's part of Mardi Gras, which is connected to mm-hmm. the Christian feast. It just got what? Yeah, I bet they have. I bet they have delicious pancakes there. Wow. I didn't know this. This is blowing. You're blowing my my dang ass. I could have mind. this wrong. I could be misconstruing or misremembering how history and religion works. I don't think pancakes factor into the mythos <laughs> of uh, of it somehow. I think pancakes are just a cheap and readily available food source for perhaps a high school to produce. Yeah, I love to believe that Chad that every holiday ha- involved pancakes for you, and you're just like, yeah, pancakes are a deeply religious yeah, item. I like to think that if Jesus had pancakes, he would love them. 
I think I agree with that. I don't think that I don't think Jesus would have smashed those with the rock from his tomb. <laughs> oh yeah, he wouldn't have killed all the Pharisees with the rock. We'd have pancakes. We'd have a different religion. Welcome to Goosebuds. Hello, I'm Paul. Hi, I'm Kevin. We can keep talking about pancakes if you want. I am Chad. <laughs> I'll talk about pancakes all day long, man. Oh, fucking delicious. What's your pancakes. topping? Uh, What's your topping of choice? Real quick. One word. Peanut butter. Peanut butter? Really? Oh, wow. I know. It sounds messy. You put some peanut butter between each little slice of pancake. No, fucking I'm good. with you on that. That's 100% what I do, too. Kevin? Fake maple syrup. Fape? Fape syrup? Yeah. Wow. Real maple syrup for cocktails, fake maple syrup for pancakes. Okay. What? I get it. I, I think I get it. Real is too sweet, I find, for pancakes. Yeah, if you get like really real, like yeah. really real. <laughs> Can I get real with you? Can Ooh. I get real, real? I think just like corn syrup and vanilla extract or whatever they put in, or vanillin extract, whatever they put in uh, Mrs. Butterworth's is like, that's that's what you put on pancakes in my head. That's enough for me. I know I'm wrong, and I'm fine with that. I, I'm I'm mid, and I am free. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Well, today we're going to get, I was going to say we're going to get real mid, which has not set a good precedent for our podcast. I'm sorry. I'm so welcome, not... to the, welcome to the most mid podcast on the internet. <laughs> the kids are calling us mid, which I think means good. Rather than not be low, right? Low tier? I don't want to be low tier. I don't know. There's, I bet there's even more freedom there. Somehow mid is the lowest tier, and I don't know. I don't, I'm too old to understand it. Neutral experiences are, are the, the worst. worst. I do understand it. I, I intrinsically understand it because I am mid. Today we're going to have a non-mid experience. We're going to have the best adventure of our dang lives. We're, we're going to live the best night of our lives right now. Shut up. Oh, man. What are we what are we reading, <laughs> Paul? I want to hear the scariest title I've ever heard in my entire life. Are you ready for yeah. this? You're about Ready. to board the elevator to nowhere. Whoa! Oh. oh. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I mean, look, we're jesting. Uh, we're poking a little fun. But you know what? An elevator is kind of terrifying, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you step through it when the doors, when doors close and you get your head cut off. It's terrifying. <laughs> you had a choice to trust your legs or trust the machine, and you chose the machine. <laughs> You've chosen the truth of the machine over the truth of your own body. Damn. And now you must sit with Damn. that decision. Damn. The Damn. cover of this the cover of this book is an absolute dorkwad getting his head stuffed <laughs> into an elevator's doorway. Off-brand Rick Sanchez getting his head cut getting, off. Yeah, this is this is this is uh sick Ranchez getting <laughs> getting smushed in the elevator doors. And and Kevin, you're right. He chose to believe the machine. He's the He's a scientist that left his faith behind, and he's being punished for it now. <laughs> he is now half elevator, half man. <laughs> um, is this a Tim Jacobus cover? It it looks Jacobus esque, but I don't think I don't I don't think he'd do it like this. There's a, there's a name in the cover, like you can see an artist signature. Let me see. I'm looking. Uh, let me zoom in. I don't know if Jacobus does faces like this or composition it like this. Doesn't strike me as a Jacobus, but uh, yeah, he has tricked us before. You know, he looks like, he looks like, um, remember that guy who used to give commercials to give you free money from the government? The question mark guy. Matthew Lutzko or whatever. L yeah. the, the real life Riddler. Yeah. <laughs> well, even though he was the hero and tried to get us money from the government, we called him a villain. Um, <laughs> he looks like him. I do like his nails, though. He's got blue steel on his nails. It looks pretty good. He's cool. I, you know, we were judging a book by its cover. We were judging uh, a Sick Ranches by the cover. 
We don't yeah. know. Uh, cover artist Craig White. Craig White, yeah. Uh, Jacobus took a week off here, um, which is okay. It looks like it looks like Craig White illustrated the covers for books twenty five through forty eight in the Give Yourself Goosebumps series. Ah, uh, okay. Because Tim Jacobus was drinking a Bahama Mama on some beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, wait, what? You're a story where the readers have to do the work? I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> Tim Jacobus was having a Miami Vice in the elevator to somewhere. <laughs> Uh, so if you're, this is your first time joining us for an adventure episode, we are going to read through it. Uh, Paul will be our, our bookmaster, our BM, BM. and, Mm -hmm. uh, Kevin and I will be, uh, one fused boy Mm. that will, uh, survive this experience. I can't remember the last time Chad and I fusion danced. It has been a long, long time since you have. It'd be a hell of a fusion. I'm looking forward to it. What are your um? So we're, we usually we do three lives, and if we don't feel like using all three lives, that is totally valid. Uh, <laughs> That's how real life works too. You actually yeah. have three lives, but <laughs> you don't have to use them. You don't. You really don't have to use them all. Well, sometimes we lose the life because of how the book took it from us, right? We're just like we can't do this anymore. Yeah. yeah sometimes it feels like an end. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. one death feels like three. So uh, usually, what uh, since you haven't done this in a while together, uh, usually the way we've been doing it is we've been kind of RPing. I don't know if you want to do that or if you want to just just want to stay loose. Uh, no, we should pick traits. Um, can, I, can I do this to you, Kevin? Let's let's try it this way. Instead of doing the hides of the hemisphere of the brain, pick yeah, one good trait for our boy and one bad trait. Oh, oh, fun. Okay, okay. Um, our good trait is that uh, we are economical. Okay. <laughs> Our bad trait uh, is that we love to gamble. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're a walking, walking paradox. <laughs> Economical, so like we like we like to be thrifty, but also if someone's like you want to bet at all on a game of chance, you're like yes. If it's a sure bet, then like we'd prefer to be cheap. But mm. if a chance occurs for us to gain more than our station, then we should take it. Okay. All right. Um. <laughs> Uh, good trait. I, I think our boy believes in uh, cosmic karma. You know, treating others well will do back well okay. to you. Okay. Um, bad trait. They have a inability to not press a button if it's in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. That probably won't come up in this no, elevator. No, won't come up at all. No way. No way. Uh, buttons don't got souls, so you're right. It's probably it's an okay trait. That, it doesn't it doesn't go against your other trait. Look it up in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> they never mentioned buttons once in the there Bible. There's no fucking buttons at all. There's a lot of stuff about pigs, but no goddamn buttons. No buttons. <laughs> Bible never prepared you for no elevator. <laughs> Are you ready to button up and go for a yep. ride on the elevator to nowhere? Ding, ding, motherfucker. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> this science project is going to be a snap. You were totally dreading it. Then you got teamed up with Jamie. Not only is she the smartest girl in her class, her Uncle Darius is a real live inventor. What? With your uncle's help, we'll ace this project, you tell Jamie as you walk towards Darius's house. Well, probably, Jamie answers. The important thing is not to let Uncle Darius get carried away. He can be a little extreme sometimes. Extreme, you repeat. Extremely extreme, she warns. Once he had me test these escalator shoes he invented, I was stuck on the ceiling for two hours. You picture Jamie hanging upside down and laugh out loud. You lol. She punches you in the shoulder. <laughs> Ow! You cry. She's as strong as she is smart. 
Damn, she sounds cool. Yeah, I like Jamie. Just don't ask him to demonstrate any of his inventions, she cautions. They hardly ever work the way you think. Oh, we got a Zelensky situation on our hands. Oh, man. You're about to get shrunk. She comes to a stop. Well, here we are. When you see the house, your eyes open wide. Really wide. It's interesting, you manage. What you mean is, it's creepy. The windows are broken and barred. The paint is flaking off. The yard is full of dead leaves and dead children. It looks as if oh. no one has lived there for a hundred years. I kick a dead child out of the way. <laughs> or I jump in a pile of dead children. <laughs> one of them is holding a button. <laughs> oh, press it. <laughs> he doesn't keep it up very well, Jamie explains. Too busy inventing things, maybe, you suggest. You jump as something runs across your feet. But then you realize it's just a cat. You put the cat. <laughs> oh, Poor Sapphire, Jamie sighs. Aww. Aww. Uncle Darius never remembers the feet of... Wow. We'll feed you on the way out, Saf. Oh, yeah. We're getting shrunk down. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Are we going to get bored by a cat again? Foreshadowing. Yep. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, episode over. That's the best it's ever going to get. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're at the top floor. I'm getting off. <laughs> the cat stares hungrily up at you. Oh my god, this is this is foreshadowing as hell. Then she disappears into the untrimmed bushes. Jamie yeah. pushes open the door. You're surprised the house is so dark. There's not much furniture, just bizarre machines. They seem to crouch in the shadows, waiting. He must be in the lab, Jamie whispers. Why are you whispering, you whisper back. I don't want to disturb him, she answers. He's kind of excitable when he's working. Extreme? And excitable, you mutter. <laughs> Great. Just then, a pair of hands grabs your shoulders. Ah, not the designated child grabbing area. <laughs> <laughs> the child handles. The hand lifts you up and turns you around. You find yourself facing an old man wearing a loud Hawaiian shirt and thick glasses. Hello, Jamie, he booms. <laughs> I'm over here, Jamie shouts from behind you. Uncle Darius, I'm reading this situation entirely differently with my readings. Uh, Uncle Darius squints at you, peers at Jamie, then drops you back to the floor. That's right, you are, he declares. Well, come into the lab. Come. <laughs> come into the lab. Come. You rub your shoulders as you follow the two of them. Darius is really strong, like a giant version of Jamie. Oh. You follow them into the lab. Awesome. Every square inch is filled with gizmos and gadgets. Well, gadgets I expected, but gizmos. <laughs> <laughs> you said on the phone that you're doing a science project, Darius says. I'd be glad to help. I was just about to test my trans-universal transviter. He gestures towards a huge machine mm -hmm. towering against the wall. It has sliding mm -hmm. doors right in the middle with a big button to one side. Cool. Sweats. <laughs> yeah, pressure intensifies. Sweating button dot gift. Desire to know more intensifies. One, one of our child eyes lights up with the button's reflection. <laughs> Flames around it. Oh, Fortuna begins playing. It looks like an elevator, you observe. Wait a second. This is a one-story house. Why would he build an elevator? Yes, but instead of other floors, <laughs> Darius explains, it goes to other universes. You stare at Darius. Gee, you think. Jamie never mentioned that her uncle was completely crazy. Slice. Good, <laughs> nice. Slice is back, baby. Slice is back. <laughs> Page four. Season two of Slice. <laughs> that was the sound. 
It slices main character phase, baby. <laughs> you decide to humor him. That sounds cool. Maybe I could take a ride in it? Right before they cart this guy to the loony bin, you add to yourself. Jamie punches you again. Ow! Too dangerous. Can Jamie, read your thoughts. This is wild. Well, we don't know what kind of experiments have been worked on, on Jamie yet. Yeah, there might be neural links in our brains. Mm, too much, too dangerous. Much too dangerous. Darius mutters. You see, other universes all look exactly like this one. That's depressing. <laughs> At first, anyway. But there's always one little difference. Usually, a deadly difference. You study his face. He sounds as if he knows what he's talking about. His words send a chill along your spine. Uh, we're turning to page 136, y'all. Wow, that's a big all right, big jump. Yeah, that gives the illusion of choice. <laughs> Let me run just one more test, and maybe I'll bring you back a souvenir. Darius bounds towards the machine. He pushes the button, <laughs> and the doors slide oh, open. Yeah, I know. As, as someone who didn't get to push it himself, I feel robbed. Okay. <laughs> he jumps inside, and the doors close. He is excitable, you comment to Jamie. In the extreme, she mutters. The transvator starts to groan and shudder. Whoa. The whole house starts to shake, making your teeth rattle. The lights dim. Finally, the machine trembles to a stop. When the doors slide open, Darius glances around. He seems confused, as if he can't figure out where he is. His eyes land on you, and he smiles. I have something for you, he growls. His voice sounds weird, different, somehow. Hmm. He hands you a box. You open it and scream. There's a Cenobite inside, and he invites you to a world of pleasure and pain. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> you open the box. <laughs> Sounds like a gamble. <laughs> Inside the box, there's a shrunken head. And one more thing. It's your head. Uh, wait, wait, really? Yeah. We're going back to page five, bitches. Okay, hold on. Not even reaction to the shrunken head thing. The pages were in order. One, two, three, four. Yes. Jump to 136. Mm -hmm. Now go back to five. Yeah. That's just stupid. It's a, it's a tutorial sequence, Chad. They're teaching you that you have to jump. <laughs> Oh, uh, you stare at the horrible, terrifying thing. It has your eyes, your mouth, your hair. It's a shrunken version of you. You, you feel sick just looking at you. <laughs> a weird sentence. What? I mean, I can relate to that. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel every morning. What? I mean, how? You whimper. Do you like it? Uncle Darius asks. He smiles a nasty, teeth-bearing smile. Isn't that just a smile? Jamie grabs your arm. Uh, we have to go now, she stammers. We just remembered we have to study for a math test. I'm sure you don't need to study, Uncle Darius says to you. Not with such a good head on your shoulders. He raises one hand high. That's fine. You gasp when you realize what he's holding. A gleaming curved knife. A Chris of the dark pact. Ooh. I made that part up. Almost as long as a sword. <laughs> Well, then why didn't she say a short sword? <laughs> also, does he have knife hand? This dude's got knife hand. This dude does have knife hand. Oh, cool. You can't believe this is happening. He takes a step toward you and swings the knife at your neck. Should you duck and try to... And should you duck and try to knock Darius over or run for the door? Think fast and try not to lose your head. All right. Uh, we, we play the odds. We tank it straight <laughs> to the neck and trust on our neck fibers <laughs> to save us. <laughs> Ducking is, is the human version of being a button. So, 
Yeah. 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 You know, he's right. You get pressed. I kind of like this idea of just taking taking the damage early on and going, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, we're not supposed to be hit by this. I, I... All right. So you have two options, duck or run, and you're choosing to tank. Yeah. I, I we'll dodge tank and duck, I think. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Are you ready for this? You hit the floor. The knife whistles over your head. It misses you by a fraction of an inch. You roll into Darius's legs. Damn, you rolled. He tumbles over you and onto the floor. Jump into your feet. You glance around Jamie. She disappeared. Darius rises. He leaps towards you, swinging the, the knife. Yay! You stumble backwards, trying to stay out of reach. What of the... is this? What is this book? This is a lot. This is cool. I think this is a, the coolest one we've read. Hey, like, I think on one of these, we were trapped on a beach forever, so it's it's <laughs> yeah, fine that, true. like, something is happening. This has attempted child assault within the first five pages, first six pages, I'm sorry, because we went to yeah. another page. And this dude's just bad at assaulting kids. He's terrible at it. Stay out of the reach of the deadly blade. He comes at you again. Then you realize that you're still holding your shrunken head. Your head. You throw it as hard as you can at Uncle Darius. Direct hit. Sick. The tiny head collides with his large one. He falls down again. You turn and run. You tear down the hall. Where is Jamie? There hasn't been a sound since you threw the head at Uncle Darius. Maybe he's knocked out. <laughs> that idea gets your heart rate back to normal. You really? come. Does- all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes? You're very good at centering. You come to a room you haven't seen before. Bookshelves line all four walls. Books, magazines, and handwritten notes cover the only table in the room. Then you hear something behind you. Uh-oh. You turn around. Slowly. Jump to page 120. You sigh with relief. Jamie stands in front of you, panting. What is with your Uncle Darius? You gasp. That's not my Uncle Darius, Jamie whispers. Didn't you listen to what he said about other universes? You think back to before your head showed up in a box. Something about them being (laughs) the same as this one, you reply, except for one deadly difference. That's right, she confirms. But sometimes the same people exist in more than one universe. That Uncle Darius came from some other universe, she shudders. A nasty one. You clutch your head. Other universes? More than one Uncle Darius? This is all happening way too fast. So where is your Uncle Darius? You manage to ask. He must still be in the other universe, she explains. Her forehead wrinkles with concern. He told me about it once. A place where headhunting is the most popular sport. Well, if he knew about it, why'd he go there? (laughs) (laughs) It was the last place he had to go before he finished his machine. They even have a game show about it. You gulp. Game shows about headhunting? Then you have a terrible realization. Maybe Arl Stein did write this. It's feeling like it. Hunt for page 71. He loves game shows. He just sits, yeah, sits at his desk all the time and goes, Price is right. <laughs> that's what he says whenever, whenever he gets a good idea in the book. That's, that's how his guiding light. He's like, Price is right? If the price feels right, he's, he's on board. Price is right. Wow. Well, Price is right. <laughs> I, I, I must exist in that universe too, you stammer. You used to exist, you mean, Jamie corrects, until that evil Uncle Darius caught you and got your head. And now he wants a matching pair, you cry. Shh, Jamie warns. He'll hear you. I'm getting out of here. You start for the hallway. You can't, Jamie declares. I already tried the door. It's locked. The controls are in the lab. Great, you exclaim. We're dead. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, good book. Not yet, Jamie answers. We can try to get the transvator and go. It's a weird. That's a weird word. Transvator. It's an awful name for it. Yeah. Tra- transvator. Transvator. Yeah. Transvator. 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 And go after Uncle Darius, the real Uncle Darius. We can rescue him. A chill runs up your spine. Go to the Headhunter universe? That's crazy. Would you rather stay here, Jamie asks, with him? You gulp, putting one hand on your throat. She has a point. No, she doesn't. Like, (laughs) we're going to go to a universe full of headhunters versus have to deal with one middle-aged headhunter? One mid-headhunter? One mid? Of all the places to go, why? Yeah, okay. Hey, let's go there and see, and then we can question it. You know what I'm saying? You should go to the universe where everyone's fucking chill and then kill your doppelgangers and live there for the rest of your life. The price is right. Price is right. Price. It's economical. Right. <laughs> but all those headhunters will have a point, too. At the end of their long, sharp headhunting knives. Uh... <laughs> I guess if we rescue your Uncle Darius, he could help with this crazy headhunter, you say. Or we could try to capture this Uncle Darius, Jamie suggests, and make him take us back to his universe. Then he could show us where the real Uncle Darius is. Capture mm. him. How? You demand. We could use one of the inventions that are lying around this house, Jamie explains. There are lots of cool things. You shake your head in confusion. (laughs) This is turning out to be much more complicated than any science project, and a lot more dangerous. If you stay here, you'll have to face a knife-wielding maniac who wants your head. But if you try to find help in another universe, who knows what you'll find? Should you try to capture the evil Darius using the inventions in the house? Or would you rather head for the Transvator to try and rescue the real Uncle Darius? I feel like I'd, I'd place my gamble on trying to capture evil Darius. Yeah, the other option is go and just look for our uncle when we have no clues of where he is. Yeah, I think the evil we know. Mm, the short gamble. Yeah. Also, those uh, the cool gizmos in the lab might have buttons on them, Chad. <laughs> I was, see, okay, I was going to make it, let's throw the opposite out. You get to use the Transvator, which is filled with buttons. Oh. Guaranteed buttons. Let's let's get the elevator and push buttons. <laughs> You would say that. All right. We're getting in the elevator. <laughs> All right. We're turning to page 77 to go in the elevator. It's the name yeah. of the book. We I, might want, as well. say, I want the premise. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like the book is saying go after this guy, but like, give me a multiverse elevator. Let's do some multiverse we stuff. We kind of have a knack for doing the opposite of what the book wants us to do. Chad, I don't mean to excite you, but some of these pages have buttons on them. <laughs> what do you What do you mean? I mean, some of these pages have buttons on them. Okay. Is he looking ahead? I'm just, I'm just going through the book. My, the book that I got legally and uh, <laughs> is, is in my hand. Uh, I'm just looking at it and flipping through and seeing things and describing. And you're seeing the word button is just standing out to you. No, it's not the word button, Chad. It is a drawing of a button with an image upon it. I don't know if I can handle. It's that. like reading a Kurt Vonnegut book, and there's the cute little doodles in it. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. it's exactly the same as reading a Kurt Vonnegut book. <laughs> yeah, except without a drawing of a vagina, it's uh, here's a little button. <laughs> Both are good. <laughs> Both are fun things. <laughs> you and Jamie decide to use the transvator. How did you say it, Kevin? Transvator. Transvator. I'm going to go with transvator. Like Darth Vader. Okay, transvator. You and, you and Jamie decide to use the transvator. You have to save Jamie's real uncle. Who knows what's happening to him in the headhunting universe? Besides, you don't want to face this Darius alone. Those other universes may be dangerous, but they can't be worse than a knife-wielding maniac. Well, but first you'll have to. <laughs> but first you'll. Have, I mean, you've got a bullet universe. It's probably going to be pretty bad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's this universe, Paul. <laughs> Damn! Oh, Damn! Oh no! It was Earth the whole time. <laughs> 
But first you'll have to make it to the transvader without losing your head. Jamie leads you down the hall. You're careful not to make a sound. Uncle Darius' inventions loom all around you. The headhunter could be hiding behind any of them. Jamie points into the doorway of the lab. The transvader is just across the room, and the room is empty. No Darius. You made it. You and Jamie bolt across the lab. You stab the button yes, of the transvader yes. with your finger. The machine Achoo! starts to hum. <laughs> then you hear a rasping sound behind you, like metal being rubbed against metal. And footsteps. You wait nervously for the transvader doors to open. <gasps> they don't. Yeah, he, yeah, hit the button again. Keep stabbing the button. <laughs> I'm going to think we're, we don't run into evil Darius because we chose the path to not run into evil Darius. Why won't the transvader doors open? You cry. The footsteps reach the entrance to the lab. You glance back and shudder. Now you can see what that rasping sound was. Evil Darius is rubbing his knife with a piece of stone. Uh. He's sharpening it. <laughs> I've got you now. There's nowhere to hide, he booms. The transvader doors swish open. Nice. You and Jamie leap inside. <laughs> what are you doing? Darius throws aside the stone and charges towards you. Could have thrown the stone at you, you idiot. You peer <laughs> frantically around the inside of the transvader. There are dozens of buttons, but then you spot the one that says, close door. Well. Don't just stand there. Push the button. I think I think we should. Endorphins fire in my brain. Everything feels good when you push the button. <laughs> Everything mm-hmm. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I have control over anything in my life is when I push a button. You pound the button with your fist. Nothing. Close, 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 you mutter. You hear Jamie make a frightened, gurgling sound. You gl- That's terrifying when there's a knife involved. You glance up. <laughs> oh, no. Darius is only a few steps away. You hit the closed door button again and again. At last, the transvader doors begin to close, but Darius leaps towards you. Yes, the door's shut. He crashes against them. The long <gasps> blade sticks through the space between the doors, inches from your throat. Help! The knife wiggles. You hear Darius' muffled shouts through the door. The knife is pulled out with a terrible scrape. Then you hear Darius pounding on the doors. Quick, Jamie shouts. Push another button. Your favorite thing. Before he gets the doors open. (laughs) You stare at the rows of buttons again. Which one should you choose? They all look delicious. Oh my god. Please give me a bunch of options. Please give me a bunch of options. Yep. Yep. All the buttons in the transvader look the same. Except that some of them have handwritten labels next to them. Unfortunately, the labels don't make any sense. You hesitate. Which button should you push? Are you ready? Here are your yeah, options. Yeah. We have five got options. It. Oh my god, this is the most a book has ever given us. This is awesome. This is wild. You have a button labeled Fauna, a button labeled Flip, a button labeled Trapper, a button labeled Buggy, and a button labeled Truants. Ha! Huh. Would you like the numbers? Well, as a as a gambler, I'd like to roll. Oh, yes. Button. Oh yeah, this is where Kevin's yeah Kevin's side of the brain comes in. What are you What are you gonna roll for this, Kevin? I'm gonna roll a d6. But there's five options. What does six do? We just stop. Uh, six. We die. <laughs> okay. Okay. God, I hope we don't get six. We lose a life if we get a six. Yeah, yeah. If I if I roll a six, we're gonna treat okay. it as a death. Natural death. We die right yeah. there in the elevator. Fauna. Yeah. Buggy. B u g g y. Yep. Which could be it's a it's a faulty faulty room or it's filled with bugs. Yep. Got it. Or it's got ATVs for us to ride. Yep. Flip. Mm-hmm. F-L-I-P. Yep, like a kickflip. Okay. Probably a mirror world, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping for truants, because that's skipping school, and that's cool. Yeah, that's like the punk rock universe, where everybody skips out on work and school. Trapper seems bad. Yeah, I don't like the- I don't yeah, like What the would that be? Yeah. It's like a, like a Saw universe? I, I was thinking, like, yeah, like a hunter, but also could be giant trapper keeper. If we weren't already being, like, running from a headhunter, which is doing that same fucking thing, like, I would think it'd be 
exactly that. Yep, you're right. You're right. All right, here I go. I'm going to roll. Let's hear it. There we go. We're going to five. Truants. Oh, we got yeah! it. All right. You hit the button labeled Truants. The transvader starts to rumble and shiver. Then, with a whoosh, it shoots sideways. Wait, where are we going, Jamie cries. Don't know, you shout back. When the transvader finally stops, I love how calm you were there. Don't know. F- fuck if I know. Fuck if I know, Jamie. How the hell should I know? <laughs> it's been a pretty wild day. Your family made this thing. When the transvader finally stops, you and Jamie step out. You peer into Darius's lab. Are you really in a different universe? What will you find here? Right away, you notice the inventions are different. Instead of huge, weird machines, the room is full of radio-controlled airplanes, model rockets, toy train sets, and the biggest collection of action figures you've ever seen? Nice. Cool toys, you exclaim, reaching for one. (laughs) Cool, big kid toys. These ones got guns. Hold on, Jamie cries. We don't know anything about this universe. Those toys could be a trap. Let's find Uncle Darius. You peer at the toys. You really want to touch them. They don't seem dangerous. Well, maybe we can find out something about this universe by checking the toys, you suggest. (laughs) You just want to play. Should you take a quick look at the toys or try to find Darius now? Listen, it's been a stressful day. (laughs) Maybe we could have G.I. Joe do an RKO out of nowhere on on a couple of bad guys. Yeah, how how big are these are giant toys? They're regular toys. They're just cool toys. It's a big collection. There's a large amount of them. Ah, yes. Yeah, let's look at the fucking cool toys. I mean, Yeah. yeah, guys, come on. We knew what we were doing. Come on, everybody. Come on. You decide to check out a few of the toys. (laughs) Oh, this is cool. You spot a Lance Steel action figure. Hell yeah, Lance Steel. He's the coolest. He can do kung fu kicks and punches. Plus, he comes with wrist missiles and a helmet with a laser beam. Any universe with Lance Steel in it can't be all bad. Cool. Uh, This playset comes with a letter of divorce from his wife. You lift the figure carefully off the work table. It's over a foot tall, much bigger than the Lance figures in your own universe. As you turn the figure around in your hands, a little static pop, like a police radio, comes from it. This is Lance Hmm. Steele, a tiny voice announces. Hey, cool, it talks, you exclaim. I wish we lived in this universe. You're under arrest, the little voice continues, for the crime of being a child. What a weird thing for an action figure to say, you think? I, I feel like we're about to die. <laughs> yeah, this is not, this is not shaping up good. Is this world just children or illegal? <laughs> then something even weirder happens. Turn to page 108. This is cool. the future liberals want. <laughs> the Lance Steel figure begins changing in your hands. It thins out and lengthens, widening around your arm. Hey, you shout. You try to drop it, but you can't. Somehow the body of the toy has transformed into handcuffs? Whoa. What? Help, Jamie, you cry. But the model train she's holding transforms too. It wraps around her like chains. Lance Steele, calling headquarters, the tiny voice says. What a fucking narc. <laughs> we have two children in custody. Request backup. No, you scream. You tug at the handcuffs. Then you bang them hard against the table, trying to break them. No use. They grip like iron. A moment later, full-size policemen burst into the room. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we clarified full-size policemen. Two full-size policemen and one tiny, kind of cute policeman, but he's still a policeman, so he sucks. (laughs) Show up. (laughs) We've got you now, one of them snarls. But we didn't do anything, Jamie protests. The police ignore her, as they do. They carry you both to a van outside. (laughs) 
The old trick works every time, one of the police officer comments. Kids can't resist it. entrapment. What did we do wrong? We, picked, we went to a to- we, Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. This doesn't make any sense, you think, until you see what's written on the side of the van. Anti-child patrol. To report <sighs> loose kids, call 1-800-NO-CHILD. <laughs> I didn't know we went to a, a universe of anti-breeders. This is kind of cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Anti-child patrol. What kind of universe is this? The police remove your handcuffs. The handcuffs that started out as toys. <laughs> they throw you into the back of the van. The doors slam, leaving you and Jamie in total darkness. Can you believe it, you sputter? Whoever heard of a place where kids are illegal? Jamie's voice is sad, and the Uncle Darius in this universe invents toys to catch them. Damn. Oh. I take it back about wanting to live here, you mutter. You may wind up living here, Jamie comments, unless we can escape this van. Yikes! You and Jamie feel around the van in the darkness. I found the door handle, Jamie whispers. Do you have anything I can use to pick the lock? Well, do you? You can check your pockets <laughs> or your backpack for a paper clip or pen. If you have one with you, go to page 60. If not, turn to page 63. This makes me assume that there was a backpack item or pen item i think they mean irl irl you think yes i thought this maybe had an inventory okay <laughs> okay check your pockets or backpack for a paper clip or pen i definitely have one i, I have a pen like right in front of me does that count but it's not in your pockets or your backpack mm, he's right oh, he's P- right i'm wearing, I'm wearing, P- I'm wearing pjs what is a desk <laughs> but but a backpack that you sit at I'm just saying, rules is written. It says, check your pockets or your backpack, not check your hand or check your desk. Kids also have desks. Someone's taking Copland really seriously. Listen. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to call you a cop, Kevin. (laughs) I'm just saying, I love the rules. I don't love cops. (laughs) (laughs) He's right. He's right. We should follow the rules, right? I do have a backpack with a pen in it right now okay it's not in reach but it doesn't specify that it has to be sure. in reach sure i can see i can see my my messenger bag and i know there's a pen in there we're good we're not we're not cheating all right you have yep. one okay i think we should try to pick the lock okay we're going to page 60 to pick the lock it's a gamble but we gotta take it <laughs> and it's kind of like touching a really tiny button wow <laughs> we, we click the pen a thousand times <laughs> We're just that character from Goldeneye, Boris, just constantly <laughs> flicking the, the pen. I am invincible. <laughs> you hand Jamie the tool you found. She works at the lock, buttering under her breath. You realize her hands are sweating. You don't want to stay trapped in this anti-kid universe. Hurry, you plead. Got it, Jamie cries. The doors spring open. Whoa, you exclaim. You blink in the sudden light. The scenery rushes past outside. Then the van stops for a red light. Go, you cry. You and Jamie jump to the ground. All around you, cars' horns start to honk. Run away, children, someone yells. Get them. The front doors of the van open. Police officers pile out. Fortunately, you're next to a big park. You run for the trees. Cops can't climb trees. (laughs) That's true in every universe. Cops are confused by trees. They can't look up. As fast as you can, you and Jamie make your way back to Uncle Darius' house. Now what, Jamie? Pants as you dash inside. You don't even have to think about it. You've had enough of this universe. Into the transvator, you cry, leading the way. <laughs> Transvate yourself to page 40. Oh, okay. We're just like, we're just out. We're just out. Well, well, hold on. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're back. We're back at the button page. So we're back with the five buttons, Fauna, Flip, Trapper, Buggy, and Truants. Okay. I think we should do Truants. <laughs> <laughs> 
part of me wants to do more run and true it world because it's just so fucking wild like to go back and what was our other option we either well i guess we didn't have a uh another tool to to pick that lock. well we could have uh, you could have not played with the toys as well you could have not pla- we could have not played with the toys uh or we could have not picked the lock and probably died it's kind of hilarious to go right back to the same world <laughs> Really funny. Do we want to let the the dice the the die decide? Yeah, because then if we do end up, well, you know, what? I'm playing as you guys. I'm sorry, I'm I'm stepping back. You talk. No, 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 please, please, Paul. I'm we... so used to taking part in the decision making. As our BM, we appreciate your input, Chad. What do you? Uh, think? I I part of me wants to go back to Truett and see like we can l- run Lola run. What happens if we <laughs> just don't play with the toys? But uh, I think I'm down to roll the dice and see where it takes us. All right. Here we go. It would be really funny if you get truant again. Oh, my God. It's another five. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. So uh, uh, the guy threw up the soccer ball and we're now re-waking up. This is very good deep cuts to run Lola Run that everyone watches in film school. Let's go. Um, okay. So we go back to 47. So... <laughs> so the exact same thing happens. Doors open. Cool toys. Wow. Awesome. Love toys. But don't play with the toys. Don't touch the toys. All right. Look for Uncle Darius. We're going to look for Uncle Darius, which is going to take us to page 110. You decide to search for (laughs) Uncle Darius right away. If this is the Headhunters universe, you don't want to be caught playing with toys. You explore the house carefully, but find no clues. Maybe you should search outside, Jamie suggests. Maybe we should search outside. Let's just take a look out the window, you say. Why risk our necks or our heads? You have a point, Jamie agrees. Weird, she comments, peering through the curtains. It's Saturday. But nobody's playing outside. <laughs> we take some minor brain damage in the elevator <laughs> process. Your noses begin to bleed. <laughs> I feel like we've done this before. Just eyes rolling back in the head. <laughs> With minimal mental deterioration. <laughs> you join her at the window. She's right. You would expect to see some kids playing tag or skateboarding. Maybe in this universe there's school on Saturdays, you suggest? Jamie shudders. Creepy. Across the street, you spot a neighbor raking leaves. That's Mrs. J, Jamie exclaims. She's nice. Before you can stop her, she opens the door. Miss J, she calls. The woman seems startled. She drops her rake and runs into her house. <laughs> now that's weird, too, you comment. What? What is this world even? How does it even operate if children are illegal? For, for your childhood, you're put into a vat. <laughs> okay, sure. When you come at 18, you, you're allowed to finally walk on the surface. They mold yeah. you. Yeah, they mold you into a, a proper okay. human. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. That's mm. kind of cool. I thought it was maybe like a self-imposed children of men situation where they're just trying to end things. Yeah, yeah, it's the opposite. <laughs> they want it to end. And they're trying, yeah. This is, uh, humanity must self-sack. <laughs> <laughs> we, t- we took abstinence-only education too far. <laughs> oh, Damn. That's a that is a movement. I can't remember what it's called, where it's like people who are like, we just need human extinction project. Zero quivers. Quiver empty movement. (laughs) Fire your whole shot into nothing movement. Miss J appears in the window of her house. She's staring out at you and talking frantically on the phone. Uh maybe we should take the transvader back, you suggest nervously. Let's just hide in these bushes for a minute and see what happens, Jamie replies. Maybe they want to head on us. Like, in the good way. <laughs> That's a good thing, you exclaim? Sure, Jamie nods. It means you're in the right universe to find Uncle Darius. Great. You hide in the dense bushes outside Darius's house. You're lucky his yard is overgrown in this universe, too. Soon, a bunch of black cars pull up. A dozen police officers jump out and hurry into the house. You huddle deeper yeah. into the bushes. Again, they can't see you inside of plant matter. 
You huddle deeper into the bushes. <laughs> Look at that, Jamie whispers. She points to the biggest of the police vehicles, a dark van with a caged rear window. You gulp when you read the words on the side of the van. Anti-child patrol. Kids captured 24 hours a day. <laughs> this is a different van. <laughs> it's a different van. Well, yeah, we slightly, yeah, there's multiple services, right? How ambulances are kind of like different companies. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, this is a hell world that's all privately owned <laughs> van corporations. <laughs> that explains a lot, Jamie mutters. That explains nothing. You snap. You're, you're, for what's we're right here. That's a good point. <laughs> Truant World is cool. I could spend a whole book of Truant World. Yeah, it's it's kind of sick. Don't you see? Jamie explains. Kids are illegal here. That's why there are no children outside playing. You swallow. Great. We're illegal here. Police are after us, and we still don't know if this is even the Headhunter universe. You scan. <laughs> That's a great point, actually. <laughs> yeah. This is everything bad is happening. You scan the street. Only a few policemen remain on the outside on guard. We better make a run for it, you whisper. No way. Let's get back to the transvader, Jamie argues. What? Throw all those police officers in the house? You scoff. Jamie frowns. Maybe not, she admits. But we could just stay hidden until they go away. That's crazy, you declare. It is not, Jamie shouts. You're crazy. Hey, who's that in the bushes? One of the officers yells. <laughs> Oops. They're jungling. Get them. <laughs> We talk too loud. <laughs> They're jungling. They're, we're going to page 30. Run for it, Jamie shouts. She tears out of the bushes and into the backyard. You follow her down the block, cutting through backyards, climbing fences, and dodging around swimming pools. Sirens blare from all directions. You know you're being chased, but you don't dare glance back. This way, Jamie calls. She dashes through a gap in a chain-link fence at the end of the block. Huge, boarded-up warehouse buildings loom in front of you. We can hide in these old abandoned factories, she pants. Perfect. <laughs> That'll totally be safe for kids. You follow Jamie to one of the gigantic buildings. You sneak in through the broken door. In the sudden darkness, you stumble over a loose board. At least you don't hear any footsteps behind you. The sirens all seem far away now. You shiver in the musty air. This place gives me the creeps, you admit. I wonder how long it's been since anyone's been in here. Don't move, a voice commands from the shadows. Okay, but how are you going to turn to page 58? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Put your hands on your head, the voice commands. You and Jamie obey. Your heart starts pounding. It looks as if you've been caught by the anti-child patrol after all. Then someone steps out of the shadow. It's just a kid, just about your age. <gasps> Whoa. Welcome to the resistance, he says. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> he's dirty and his clothes are ragged, but when he speaks, he sounds as if he's used to giving orders. Are you working for them, he demands. Who, <laughs> you stammer. The grown-ups, of course. He looks disgusted. He spits. You're <laughs> muttering all around you. I'll never be one of them. <laughs> I'll never grow up. Welcome to the Peter Pan continuum. <laughs> <laughs> now that your eyes are adjusting, you see the abandoned factory is full of children. They're all filthy and tangle-haired. No, Jamie insists. They're poor. <laughs> <laughs> My punch, Jamie. <laughs> No, Jamie insists. The police were chasing us. The leader looks you over. Well, you look like real kids, but they've sent spies to catch us truants before. He That's studies so you. fucked up. It's so it's really <laughs> traitor kids. Oh man, he studies you thoughtfully. We'll see if you can pass the kid test. There would be traitor kids, for the record. No, totally, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Test, you're terrible at tests. Should you take the kid test, whatever that is, or should you try to talk your way out of this? Maybe that is the kid test. You know, being enthusiastic to take a test uh, is not a very kid thing to do. Mm -hmm. Maybe talking our way out 
is is what we should do. So you're saying is is the test a trap? Like the kid test is if you're willing to take the kid test, you're not a real kid. Yeah, yeah. This seems a little heady for an RL book in my mind, but I th- but I'm with you on this, Kevin. Yeah, let's let's talk our way out of it. Yeah, let's talk our way out. Let's use, let's use our uh, uh, heavy charisma bonus. <laughs> okay, sounds good. You decide to try to talk your way out of it. After all, you don't even know what the kid test is. It could be dangerous. See, we're from another universe. You begin. The leader of the truant stares at you as if you're nuts. You take a deep breath. I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. And in our universe, kids aren't illegal. You go on. You explain about video games and movies made just for kids. You can see that some of the truant kids are getting interested. And there are special holidays when kids get tons of presents, Jamie adds. Oh, <laughs> wow. Someone exclaims. <laughs> Soon oh, the- my God. This is sad. <laughs> this, is, this is the best book we've ever read. This uh, is yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Soon the truants are hanging on your every word. How can we go to your universe? The littlest kid asks. This is like this is like Peter Pan. This is like the Steven Spielberg Peter Pan. We have a transuniversal transvader, you answer. My uncle Darius invented it, Jamie chimes in. At his name, a hiss goes through the room. Assassin. Ooh, Darius. I don't like him. Darius. 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 The leader shouts, he's the one who invented trap toys. Just then, a si- imagine if you hadn't read the trap toys part of this book yet. That's fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, I would think it means different things. Yeah, it's, man, such, trap. it's fucking cool. We go to a trap house. Yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> Just then, a siren sounds outside. That's great, Chad. The police. The leader cries. He whirls and points at you and Jamie. They are spies. Grab them. Try talking your way out of this one on page 130. Oh, come back to video game dimension. That'd be such a good ending. Keep telling them about yeah. video games. Before you can answer, the truants pounce on you and Jamie. They drag you through a trap door into a tunnel. You hear the police crashing into the warehouse above. The truants lock you and Jamie in a dark room. You bang on the door. We aren't spies. We didn't mean to lead them to you, you shout. Honest. A window in the door slides open. The leader peers in. Now you'll discover what we do to traitors, he threatens. Look behind you. You glance behind you. The room is full of toys. That's not so bad, is it? Then you remember. In this universe, toys hate kids. They're all programmed to trap you, or worse. One by one, the toys roll, crawl, and scuttle toward you. Toy fire engines, action figures, airplanes, even happy-faced little dolls. You never knew playtime could be so serious. Well, in this universe, it is dead serious. The end. (laughs) No! Suck a life. Well, I guess we'll have to take the kid test. <laughs> you want to go back and take the kid test? Sure. Let's go back and take the kid test. Yeah. Okay. Uh, take the kid test on page 106. All right. 106. We reconstitute into our bodies. <laughs> <laughs> you decide to take the kid test. After all, you're a kid, right? It should be easy. The leader of the truant pulls a tattered book from his pocket. Before kids were made illegal, there was a series of books called Goosebumps, Holy he declares. Sh- oh, <laughs> my God. If you're really a kid, you must have read them. Of course you have, you nod. So far, so good. Oh, Christ. In a book called The Cuckoo Clock of Doom. <gasps> no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. What did the clock do to the hero, the leader asks? Did it make him grow old incredibly fast? Or did it take him back in time so he got younger and younger? Oh, my God. You read that book years ago. Now, what was the story? Answer carefully, the leader warns. You only have one chance. So which is it? Older 
or younger. Chad, did you read this one? We did. Yeah, I just... Um, I feel like this is a trick question. I feel like it did both. Well, it wasn't one of the options. It made you go... Okay, yeah. It's older um, and older and younger and younger. feel like younger and younger is more RL style. Just going to take a wild guess. Turning us into a baby. I don't know. I will say I think it's older and older because having old man kid... RL would have a lot to do with that. Like he'd, mm. he'd give the kid back pain and be like, "Ha ha!" He'd, he'd be doing a big, you know. Oh, okay. See, I was gonna say he wouldn't want them to be older because then he'd have to empathize with them. Ah, I see. I, go, I defer to you, Kevin. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. Oh yeah, Ted, you actually read it. I didn't read it. I don't remember. I try to <laughs> wipe my brain of these every time. Okay, we'll axe. We'll, we'll we'll axe the dice. Uh, All right. Odds older, evens younger. Okay. Uh, evens younger. All right, we're going younger. You know this one. You get younger and younger, you answer. Right, the leader declares. Congratulations, you are now officially truant. The Woo, other, thank you. Roll the dice. The other truants <laughs> pat you and Jamie on the back. The leader explains that they spend their days running from hideout to hideout to avoid the police. If they're caught, they're taken to a huge prison known as the school. <laughs> Preach, kid. <laughs> cool. <laughs> We'd like to join you, but we can't. We need to get back to my uncle's house, Jamie tells them. We have to save him from the headhunter. What's a headhunter, the leader asks. Sort of like an anti-kid patrol, you explain, but with a super sharp knife. <laughs> is that the actual line? That's, but with a super sharp, <laughs> that's literally what it is. <laughs> well, at least we learned how to, like, appeal to these kids. Yeah, yeah we can relate to kids, finally. The truants shiver and agree to take you back to Darius's house. You follow them through a series of secret tunnels. You emerge from a manhole just across the street from the house. You hear sirens in the distance. You and Jamie say a quick goodbye to the truants. What? Come with us. I know. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll free you. <laughs> then you dash to the house and into the lab. Jamie pushes the transvader op- open door button. You scurry inside. <laughs> she took your freaking. She stole it from you. Where will you end up next? You wonder. And we go back. To the transmitter. Jesus Christ. So we're back at Fauna Flip, Trapper, Buggy, Trans. Do we roll the dice again? We roll the dice. Uh, it's a three. three. We're trapper. going Trapper. So we'll figure out what that's all about. Okay. Excited. We are instantly trapped and dead. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. You can stab at the button marked Trapper. You just hope that you don't get trapped. The transmitter starts shaking even before the finger, your finger leaves the button. A low growling sound builds. You and Jamie clamp your hands over your ears. The noise grows higher in pitch until it sounds like some huge bird screaming as it dives for prey. Finally, the sound <laughs> fades away. The transvader comes to a trembling halt. The doors whoosh open. You peer into the dark lab. The inventions don't look exactly friendly. You spot a bear trap with giant steel jaws. Whoa. This definitely isn't the same lab you were in a few seconds ago. Jamie takes a few cautious steps forward. Uncle Darius? She calls down the dark hallway. You follow her down the hallway towards the library. The warm light of reading lamps spills out into the hallway. But when Jamie steps into the library, she stops short. I think we found the right universe, she whispers. When you step into the room, you realize she's right. But boy, you wish she wasn't. Do we find our tiny headless body? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking terrible. (laughs) The walls of the library are crowded with small glass boxes. Each is lit from below by a tiny burning candle, and all the boxes hold the same thing, a shrunken head. Yow. The flickering candlelight <laughs> makes it... E- <laughs> they, don't, they don't have to be shrunken, by the way. They could just be heads. <laughs> he likes to shrink them. The flickering candlelight makes it seem as if the faces are moving. Some look amused. Some look angry. All of them definitely give you the creeps. Look at this, Jamie whispers, pointing at a trophy on the opposite wall. 
A cold drop of sweat trickles down your back as you read the inscription to Darius Jenkins for the most heads collected in one year. <laughs> Aww. Local headhunters guild. Darius is doing good for himself in this in this universe. Guys, that's so nice. <laughs> good for him. You shudder. This is a terrifying universe. As you turn away from the trophy, you find yourself facing an empty box on the shelf. You read the little brass label on the glass box. No, you yell. No! <laughs> Head to page 28 to read the label. <laughs> Head to page 28? Nice. Freaking nice, dude. Your own name is on the empty box. Then you remember in this universe, you've been collected too. You and Jamie cautiously explore the rest of the house. Everything you find makes you glad you di- you don't belong to this universe. There are booby traps for catching victims, electric shawls and machete sharpeners for head removal, even vats of pickling juice for shrinking the heads. But no <laughs> Uncle Darius. Jamie peers through a window. There's a shed out back, she notes. There's a shed out back, she notes. Maybe that's where the, lo- the headhunting Darius puts the real Darius. Or maybe he's down there, he suggests, pointing at the basement door. The door has a heavy padlock on it and a big keep out sign. How do we get in there, Jamie asks. You consider the possibilities. You could search the house for a key to the padlock or check out the backyard shed. But going outside in this universe makes you nervous. Time to use your head. What should you do? Shed or basement? Shed's funny. Shed's funny. We're going there, shed. 46. There's a shed in the back. Get off the shed. <laughs> Get off the damn shed. It's a good Will Ferrell sketch. <laughs> you decide to venture into the backyard. You don't tell Jamie, but you want to get away from the empty glass box with your name on it. The reminder of your death. The memento mori. <laughs> the, mori. <laughs> <laughs> the bright sunlight makes you feel very exposed, especially after the darkness of Darius's house. You're glad there are high fences between you and the neighbors. You can't see anybody. You hope nobody can see you either. You and Jamie steal across the backyard. The shed is just a few steps in front of you. But then, Jamie screams. Turn to page 101. Oh no, the shed has betrayed us. (laughs) You whirl around. Jamie is covered by an enormous net. It must have dropped from a tree, because there's no one around to throw it. The net is covered with some sort of tiny barbed hooks. They catch in her clothes and hair as she struggles to escape. Stay still, you order Jamie. You kneel to untangle her. Then you hear it. Thud. Thud, 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 thud. You glance up and gasp. Five people are leaping over the fence and down from the big oak tree. One of them is Mr. Johnson, your science teacher. (gasps) He looks normal enough, except for the long, sharp machete in his hand. What? This fucking world is insane. (laughs) He's a headhunter. They all are. Look, we (laughs) caught Jamie Jenkins, Mr. Johnson exclaims. She has a good head on her shoulders. Not for long, growls one of the others. <laughs> I like <laughs> they, these guys. They all laugh. <laughs> you gulp, one hand covering your neck. The headhunters seem to be ignoring you, for now. What should you do? Stay and try to free Jamie, or run for the house and get one of the headhunting Darius's inventions? Think fast. What are we going to do with one weapon against five headhunters? Right, are we, coming, yeah. are we seriously coming back and stabbing all five headhunters? If there was an option, you'd just be like, well, Jamie, we had a good run. Uh, <laughs> just turn and hold hands and let them descend upon us. <laughs> the pic- I, I think it's a waste that we haven't gotten to mess around with any cool inventions. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, are, you se- are you seriously going to abandon Jamie just for a chance to push more buttons? Yes. <laughs> All right, 54, let's it's do it. It's in his nature. What about karma, Chad? <laughs> Have you forsaken it, Chad? <laughs> yeah, this new world with Dalton knives, I forgot everything I know. Karma doesn't exist here, Kevin. 
<laughs> you decide to run for the house. As you race towards the back door, a headhunter throws another net toward you. You hit the ground. The net flies over you and wraps itself around another headhunter. He screams as the hooks bite into him. All eyes. All, all eyes. All fish hooks in the eyes. It's in my eyes! You scramble to your feet and fling yourself through the door. You slam it shut behind you and lock it. Safe. But they've still got Jamie. You've got to help her. You tear down the hall to the lab. The clutter of strange devices confuses you. You don't know what any of them are for. One catches your eye. It looks sort of like a paint sprayer. But knowing how this universe works, you figure it doesn't spray paint. Probably some kind of poison gas. Cool. Sure. You also spot an extra long machete. One with two blades instead of one. <laughs> Wait, like a, like a Darth Maul machete? Is that what we're talking about? It sounds like it. That should put a scare into the headhunters. Which should you grab, the sprayer or the machete? Think fast, or Jamie's headed for the display case. Well, time to violate the Geneva Convention. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as cool as uh, what I assume is like a a Klingon blade. (laughs) A Batleth? A Batleth. Yeah, a Batleth, thank you, yeah. uh, I I imagine the... The, the projectile sprayer is the better call. Yeah, if we're, if we're trying to take out a group of adults, hopefully the hopefully the gas is lighter than air, because otherwise, we're, oh, it's just the kids are going to choke first. But <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go for the sprayer. All it's right, got well, a button on it, too, probably. War so. crimes, war crimes. War right, crimes page war 83 crimes, war to crimes. war crimes, baby. You grab the sprayer. You've had enough machetes for one day. <laughs> Running back down the hall, you hear Jamie screams. I'm coming, you cry. You tear open the back door and charge toward the headhunters. They're lifting Jamie over the fence. She's still struggling to escape from the net. Don't move, you shout. They stare at you for a moment, then break into laughter. Or what? One asks. You'll pain us. Don't be stupid, you answer. This is a... A... A a what? Maybe you should have picked a weapon you understood better. (laughs) Just put her down, you order. Mr. Johnson strides towards you with a wide grin. Go ahead. Spray me, he taunts. You point the sprayer at straight at him. I will, you warn him. I will spray you if you don't stop right there. But he keeps on coming. So you squeeze the trigger. Turn to page 119 to feel what murder feels like. (laughs) (laughs) The sprayer makes a gurgling noise. Then a jet of bright red goo spurts out onto your head-hunting science teacher. The goo breaks up into long, thin strands. They wrap around him like a thousand fingers. Holy Jesus. Mr. Johnson falls to the ground, shrieking. The goo keeps breaking into more and more sticky strands. Soon it covers his entire body. Then the red gooey mass starts to shrink. Muffled screams come from within the goo. Cool. It's as if your teacher has been covered by a million tiny red boa constrictors. You stare down at the sprayer in amazement. It must be Darius's newest invention. When you glance back at your science teacher, the goo has evaporated. Mr. Johnson lies motionless on the (laughs) ground. He's only six inches tall. He's just like one of the shrunken heads. Feed him to the cat. Feed him to the cat. Foreshadowing! baby! Only he's a, he's a whole shrunken person. The other headhunters gaze at you with awe. Put my friend down, you order. Guess what? They do. Go straight to page 11. Cool. Ouch! Jamie cries as she hits the ground. The headhunters scramble over the fence in two seconds flat. It takes you a few minutes to untangle Jamie from the barbed net, but the headhunters don't return. You guess you've seen the last of them. Good thinking, Jamie congratulates you. I never shrink from a challenge, you joke. 
<laughs> Jamie groans. Let's check out the shed, she suggests. The real Dunkle Uncle the real Dunkle Darius might Dunkle be trapped. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Darius, you forgot all about him. Jamie opens the shed and peers inside. Can't see a thing, she mutters. You both step inside. You feel along the wall for the light switch. You don't find a switch. What you do find feels strangely familiar. Then Jamie turns on the light. Boy, do you wish she hadn't. It's a bowl full of peeled grapes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh, you scream as you realize what you're holding. Someone's hand. But the hand is connected to a body without a head. Gro- it's going to be your body. Gross. <laughs> you drop the hand with a shutter. That's when you notice the entire room is full of headless corpses. Yikes. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> this <laughs> rules. This book kind of book kind of rocks. Yeah, this this rips. I love those. This is where the evil Uncle Darius keeps the rest of the bodies after he takes the heads. You go. Wow, your body might be here after all. In this universe, your head is a wall ornament. Do you think your real Uncle Darius is in here? You ask. Jamie glances around quickly. No, he wasn't wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Remember, <laughs> no one in here has a shirt like that. <laughs> then he's probably in the basement. You frown, but it's locked. No problem. I think I just found the key, Jamie announces. She points to a rusty old key lying on the floor. Oh, fine, sure. Yeah. <laughs> to read the lettering on the label. Basement. I rotate the key in my inventory. <laughs> <laughs> just look at all clues. On the other side, it says your uncle's down here. <laughs> you have opened up enough space to put in more uh, red shrinking vines. <laughs> nice, 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 yes. nice, nice, nice. Oh, boy. Nice. I can't wait to go down there, you mutter. <laughs> you just wonder what new horrors you will find. Head to page 107. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. You hurry back to the house. The keep out sign stares you in the face as you turn the key slowly in the lock. The door creaks open. The basement stairs are pitch black. You can't see a thing. You start to feel for a light switch. Then you stop, remembering what happened the last time you tried that. Maybe you should get a flashlight, you suggest. Don't be a What wind. happened the last time we tried that? I, I think that was when you touched oh, out. Oh, right, the headless you, room. You yeah. touched a hand. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't want to touch a hand again. Don't be a wimp. Just find the light switch, Jamie says impatiently. You do it, you snap. No way, she glares at you. Well, what's it going to be? This is a very important decision, guys. <laughs> Touch a switch or hunt for a flashlight. Switch is like a button. He's right. Yeah, but is it? But is it? <laughs> well, I, I, and a, a button aficionado would ask that question. <laughs> We're hunting for a flashlight. Go All right. For a flashlight. Yeah, because a yeah, flashlight has a button. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, de- <laughs> it's a definite button. It's a classic button. You decide to find a flashlight. It doesn't take long. In fact, there's a flashlight hanging on a nail right next to the basement door. Great. When you switch it on, you discover why Darius kept it handy. The light switch is connected by naked wires to your huge (laughs) fuse box labeled high voltage. A wave of nervous relief relief hits you. Clicking the switch would have been a shocking experience. Kevin, that could have happened to us. Chad, you saved our collective life. So always trust a button. You and Jamie your flaw. (laughs) Jamie carefully down the stairs. You wonder what other tricks Darius hid down here. Every footstep kicks a cloud of dust into the flashlight beam. The only sound is a dripping noise somewhere below. At the bottom of the stairs, you shine the flashlight on the only object in the basement. A huge refrigerator. Drip, drip. The sound comes from inside the refrigerator. I guess we have to open it, you mutter. You have a bad feeling about this. Yeah, Jamie agrees. She pulls the door open. What you see makes you feel cold all over, like a fridge does. It's a turkey. That's <laughs> <laughs> our Uncle Dunkle uh, Darius Rucker. Inside the refrigerator is Uncle Darius. <laughs> Yay! Yeah! I only want to be with you. <laughs> At least it looks like Uncle Darius, except his head is half its normal size, and it's attached to weird dripping tubes. Am I glad to see you, his little head? Am I glad to see you, his little head exclaims. <laughs> what happened to you, Jamie gasped. Isn't it obvious? The head squeaks. I got caught by the head shrinker, Darius. 
Luckily, he's in the in- invented a way to shrink a head without taking it off the body. Luckily, you repeat. You stare at him. Sure. Darius whispers, better a small head than none at all. Now get me out of here. <laughs> you and Jamie help Darius unfold his normal-sized body from the cramped refrigerator. You were clever following me into the transvader, Darius comments. We didn't have much of a choice, Jamie explains. It was that or get caught by your evil twin. A tiny frown appears on Uncle Darius's little face. We'd better get back there and deal with him. He's probably causing all <laughs> sorts of trouble. Great. Does this dimension have shotguns? Or- <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is a... Uh... We're going, guys. You and Jamie follow Uncle Darius into the transvader. He works at the controls expertly. Soon the machine is groaning and shaking its way back to your universe. The noise rises to a roar, then stops. The lights go out. When they come back on, Uncle Darius has a normal-sized head again. Ah, that's better. He booms in his old voice. You're glad to be home at last, but you're also petrified. So what do we do now, Jamie asks. He sounds as scared as you feel. Don't worry, Uncle Darius says. I have a secret weapon. He it's a 38 a- special. <laughs> <laughs> Spin the chamber. He pulls- Red nine. Ready. Yeah. Red nine. <laughs> he pulls a little device out of his pocket. I can use this control box to work on all the inventions in my house. There are 247 different gadgets in the lab. Something should get the job done. Holy shit. That's you- manslaughter. Yeah. At best. You hope he's right. Because headhunter Darius is waiting just beyond the transmitter doors. The doors open with a whoosh. You step cautiously into the dark lab. Jamie sticks close to Uncle Darius. You stick even closer to Jamie. Silence. There's no sign of the headhunter Darius. Be careful, Uncle Darius cautions. (laughs) If I know that Darius, he's got some clever tricks up his sleeve. I am very smart. Do you know that Darius? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I know multiverses of me. I'm smart. You gulp. Maybe the other Darius isn't even here anymore. You think, hopefully. Maybe he went out headhunting. Then you hear a terrible laugh. So you've come back. The head whips around. Maybe he went out killing other people. (laughs) (laughs) Your head whips around, but you don't see anyone. The voice seems to be coming from every direction. I've been waiting for you, the voice booms. I have a special surprise just for you. Well, that sounds nice. Yeah. The floor underneath (laughs) your feet suddenly opens. A deep black pit yawns below you, and you're falling. Fast. Uh-oh. Oh, here we go. The best the best page. Oh, shit. You flail your arms. Your hand grabs the edge of the floor. You hold on for all you're worth. Yikes. You're dangling over the pit. You hear Darius and, and Jamie land below. Using all your strength, you scramble up onto the floor. You peer down. Are you all right? You call. I'm okay, Jamie shouts. But Uncle Darius is knocked out. <laughs> 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 he's, got, he's got a real bad <laughs> The voice of the headhunter Darius fills the lab. You're smarter than you look, he cackles. But I'll still get your head. Ready or not, here I come. He does a dive into the pit. He doesn't oh, dive shit. Into, he doesn't dive into the pit. Here, catch, Jamie cries. Uncle Darius' control d- device flips up from the pit. You snag it. What do I do with this, you will? How should I know, Jamie calls back. Pick a button. Headhunter Darius appears across the lab, machete in hand. He steps towards you, grinning an evil grin. You glance desperately at the little device. On it are three glowing buttons. Each has a picture. Which should you press? To press the clock button, go to page 10. To press the light bulb button, go to page 48. To press the ride the lightning button, go to page 56. (laughs) Is it really called ride the lightning? It's not. It's a picture. It's a lightning (laughs) bolt, but I I, uh, editorialized. One final button press, I feel like. Yeah, I think you're right. Should we roll for it? 
fucking yeah. know it. Yeah, yeah, let's lead to your gambling. All right, one to two clock, three to four light bulb, five to six red lightning. Red lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, four light bulb. All right, we're going to light bulb page. Bing bong. Press that glowing button. You press the light bulb button. The instant you do, all the lights go out. You can't see a thing. <laughs> Think I can't find you in the dark, Darius taunts. We'll just see about that. Then you hear a terrible sound. The swish of his machete whistling through the air. <laughs> He's swinging it back and forth as he moves through the dark. Voof, voof, voof. He's heading straight toward you with no hesitation. Voof, voof. It's as if he could see in the dark. You drop to your Uh-oh. knees and crawl away. Your heart is pounding. Better to get on the level of the machete. Maybe headhunter Darius will <laughs> fall into the pit in the darkness. <laughs> you think, hopefully. <laughs> Instead, a hand darts out and closes around your wrist. Got ya! Headhunter Darius declares triumphantly. See the light on page 86. Uh, rocking into the light. Yeah! You scream as you struggle to get away, but headhunter Darius is too strong. You push <laughs> frantically at the buttons on the control device. The lights spring on again. You moron! Headhunting Darius cackles. It was almost too easy. Those buttons glow in the dark. By the buttons we were undone. By the buttons? <laughs> oh my god! Not gambling! Live by the button, die by the button, man. You stare down at the control device in horror. He's right, you realize. The buttons are glowing in the dark. Darius could see you the whole time. He yanks you up by your hair and pulls back the machete for a long, hard swing. You have the feeling this ending will be a big pain in the neck. The end. We tank with our neck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Live by the button, die by the button, guys. Even though it's a bad end, that felt kind of right. It feels thematically appropriate. Yeah, I'm kind of happy that uh, Bad Uncle Darius won. Machete Darius won. You know, he just wanted it. He worked his whole life for that. Uh, You know, you commit your life to something, you deserve a reward. Yeah. So Darius... He made, he made those labels for the buttons in the elevator, right? He was like check. He was like teleporting, checking him out. Poked his head out. I was like, ah, kids are illegal here. Right? Wrote down true. Wrote down true. And on the button, yeah. And, he was, and those were his five favorite places. Okay, so the it looks like the clock button would have uh, told us what the time was. Fun. Uh, but then we would have gotten another button press chance. So the red lightning button also flickers the lights in the lab. I, I kind of figured the clock was somehow like, well, there's foreshadowing with the, the question about mm-hmm. the clock. The cool thing about this one is there's only one really short. I'm, it's probably true of most of them. There's only one really short path. path. I'm looking at the flow chart. Otherwise, yeah. you're pretty much guaranteed to go on a pretty long adventure throughout this one. And then there's a lot of recursive loops, which is kind of sick. Yeah, more than they usually have. This is the Mario 64 of Give Yourself Goosebumps. <laughs> I, I I had a lot of fun with this one. I think this is one of the better Give Yourself Goosebumps. I agree. I agree. Despite appearances. This one was cool. Oh, man, it was originally called Elevator to Oblivion. What? That's so much better. I know. Kids didn't know what Oblivion was because Elder Scrolls hadn't come out. That's right. right. <laughs> and that's just another uh, bit of proof that says that uh, Elder Scrolls series is teaching America. Yep. Mm-hmm. Put more Elder Scrolls in the classrooms. <laughs> Let them have all the mods, scr- including the weird ones. A scroll for every classroom. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not all the mods. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was certainly a bump. 
Paul, thank you for being our, our yeah. BM. You had to do a hell of a little reading, man. Thank you, Paul. I liked your voices. Oh, thank you. Uh, it was a fun read, and I think you guys were very, two very, well, one very good boy. <sighs> thank you. Hey, if you really, if you um, have enjoyed this podcast, this episode, and uh, want to support the show, the best way to do that is go to patreon.com slash goosebuds. Uh, we get access to our Discord. Uh, you get to vote on books we're going to read next. We're actually compiling a bunch of cool choose your own adventure books to sort through next time that only you, the Patreon listeners, can choose. Uh, you also get our bonus camp Goosebud episodes where we hang around and we don't always complain about new music, but we talk about other <laughs> things as well. Uh, and we get one every month if you pledge to us on patreon.com slash goosebuds. And like, I don't know, I can't express how much this like really, it means the world to us. You're you're letting us make this show and helping us survive in it. It means a lot. It really does. Yeah. We, we love all of you. Thank you so much. Emphasis on helping us survive. I like living with a roof over my head and eating food. Eating so food is good. Doing that. We're grateful for you. Uh, you also check out uh, merch at goosebuds.store. We have cool shirts and, and stickers and some rad stuff to put on your skeleton. Uh, other things you should check out. By the time this is dropped, Kevin, your game jam is finished. Yeah, get my game jam's over. Uh, you can go and play some cool and experience some cool uh, games and stuff and other projects uh, at jam.supertrystudios.com. You can play uh, my my untitled skateboarding game, which is pretty fun. Uh, and I'm going to keep working on that a little bit. And if uh, you like that game and you want to see me do more with it, you can support me at givekevinmoney.com. Otherwise, just go play a free skateboarding game. It's 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 pretty good. I like it. It's it's got it's going to get a name eventually. Also, uh, Paul, you guys got a you guys got a new account to talk about for continue, right? Do we? What? what? Yeah, you got you got that new got that new TikTok. Account. Oh, <laughs> that's right. You can have if you're on the TikTok, you can watch a video <laughs> of continue over on the TikTok. Get it while it lasts, while the government will let you. Yeah, at continue show, I believe. I believe so, probably. Uh, the last button I'm going to push is this end record. Uh, you guys got anything else before I push this button? Push the button, Chad. Push the button. Do what you were made to do. Set us free. Oh, it feels so good. I love you all. Goodbye. This episode of Goosebuds is brought to you by our wonderful Patreon supporters, especially those forever immortalized in the digital Book of Names. The Book of Names. Book of Names. Starting with Stefan Jive Turkey Kuwabara. Hollis Hornbeak. Low Belly Hate Me pledges all 15 XFL fans in the population of Gumby World to the Grey Ghost Kevin, except Prickle, who loves Pop. I didn't get fucking what? Prickle. God damn it. Oh, you remember my high school mascot. <laughs> he came to me, though. The prickles. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy Moral. Cameron Murphy Audio. Hey, Josh Rob. Michael McDowell. Mickey C. Mike Lanteri. Nathan Dolezal. Ilkade. Mel Dipson. Afsheen. Brian Wells. Dango Twists. Zentacles. Stealth Bates. Robert Moon. Jason Crooker. Clay Castle. John Keedy. Miguel Pardo. Calf. New Paranoia Shop content coming soon. No, it's not. <laughs> the Juggalobalist. Alan Saylor. Cody Redfield. Just think about the Juggalobalist and is that, is that dangerous? <laughs> Gregory D. Warren. Aiden pledges their hammer to Dwarf Daddy Kevin. Thank Ooh. you, Dwarven child.
Chad, I want to say that also <laughs> that the Juggalobalist is really sticking with me, too. Bradford Coulter. I'm just thinking about the danger that person presents. There's a chaotic control that's occurring there. It scares yeah, me. Yeah, the Fago will cover the planet. <laughs> Chosen One pledges his cadre of musketeers to House Kevin. I got ghosts and dwarfs and muskets. But you don't have Prickle. <laughs> Damn it. You'll never have Prickle. You never have Prickle. Gumby, we should go in there. <laughs> Jar Jar Slinks. Levi Than. Up and Champ. Jonas Eggman. Anthony Mulberry. Carl. The John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation of Quicksand Truth <gasps> pledges their nonprofit blade to Paul. Damn. Leftist media, am I right? <laughs> State run media. Elusive Koala. Yanni Markovina. Jesus Christ. Brooke X. Christian Van Skeever. Drew Applegate. Brian Hopgood. Jeremy Lowe. Zach Connor. Joe. Spooky Digital Ghost. Tierney. Patreon underscore donator comma yo. Tom Whittem. Alicia Grafe. Andrew Jadzak pledges his grizzled empathy skills to unite Chad, Kevin, and Paul <gasps> against a true enemy. Tooth decay. <laughs> Come disease. God damn that gingivitis. We'll end it one day. <laughs> uh, Lord Cornwallis. Carson Birkenbean. Murph EP. Tevin Ticklebean, <gasps> the Chad Sworn. Come on, on over. You have a knight. Rusty Glenn. Sean Minogue. Wiggle it. Luke LaFountain. <laughs> Chip Handsome. Matt McClellan. John Barber. Jonas Blotterman. Sarah Kemp. Tanya Turtle. Juan Jalapena. Paul Grasso. Clay McCarty. Joe, regular name, Scott. Keith Halcrow. Timothy Misodoulakis. Parker Lee. Alex Moon, the robotic dog. Hambo. Matthew Sutton. Flemily. Raymond Hernandez. The Crow Fence, but Vernal. Ooh. You know what I mean, Vern? Jeffrey Owen Kahi. Fucking nice. Luke Noodles. Hugh Bolin. Kelsey Kinnaman. Zam Bambino. Russell Kasberg. Chris Petrikas. Scotty Pippen. Javier Jimenez. Dungeon Kappa. Brendan Arafin. Grand Moff Hamster awaits Emperor <gasps> Kevin's command. Yes. Brush your teeth. Uh, lift up. <laughs> Stinklitch. Zach Weir. Nathan Remick. Tobias Clark. Need more kimchi. Reed Steubendeek. Andre Villanueva. Joey Evans. Carewise Gamgee. Cameron Hansen. Estamena, Lord of Paul's Pants. Swaggy Yolo Squire wants you to know that I love you all. If anybody wants hugs, hit me up. Cowabunga. Aw. Hell yeah. Thanks, Maggie. Chris. Otherworldly nightwear. Hard on. Nelson. <laughs> Generally depressing. The deadly bulb. Ben Bohan. Diet soda. Kieran McNamara. Coleman Laguza. Jackie Ledoux. Wham. A pair of Scots. Anthony pledges their blade to whoever releases a new episode of Paranoia Shop first. You're going to be waiting in a cave like that knight from Indiana Jones 3. It's never coming. <laughs> that is a blade gone to rust. Yeah, you chose poorly, if I may say. <laughs> David Gray. Levi Kidder. Bryce Dury. Calamity Carl. Germ Juice. Jonas Evan Voldson. Matthew Bertato. Carpson. I am Cornholio. I need TP for my bunghole. Nick Johnson. Boning. Dr. Diarrhea. Stephen Day. Nicholas Maloney. Some of Chad's bird friends. We pledge our talons and sharpened beaks to Chad. Yes. They made them sharper? Yeah, they get sharper. You got calcium. Calcium beaks. Burgers Crunchy PB. Parentheses. Yes, it is still edible. Do not check the expiration date. Close parentheses. <laughs> Peanut butter doesn't go bad. Silly. 
No. Jeremy yeah. Bowser. Ryan Carroll. Dr. Eggdrop Soupman. Eric Horwitz. Tiffany Leah. Thomas Jancis. Lucretia McEvil. Mutant Astronaut. Ninja Bread Men. Megan McCormick Mason. Peanutburg Level 69. Helodicus Frenchlin. Henry Torbear. Aaron Lord. Adam Knapp. Dr. Chocula pledges every claw and fang under his command to Paul. Ooh, I hope that's a lot. Brad Schmelzer. Chick. Logan Derby. Moon Juice. Caleb, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Misfire West. Mandy Nasty. Skeletorin. SSJ Trogador. Yoplin. Philip Reynolds. Chicago Frank Returns. Nate Bit G. Mike Spaghetti Jones. Ryan R. Davis. Scott Wabel. Mr. Unimportant pledges his fake doctorate to whoever calls dibs dibs. Dibs. <laughs> Damn, he's so fast. Mm. I, we'll see in the edit, Kevin, who said it first. <laughs> I don't know. Kevin's teeth are really clean and words come off him fast. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Howell pledges his zealotry to whomever needs it most. It's me. I do. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. I need zealotry. Rocco. Evan Bowen. Chris. Sean Aston, master. <gasps> Sean no. Aston masters the Gundam Death Scythe Hell Amber by 311 AMB. Yes. <laughs> oh. My man. I had a cat named after that song. It's been a while since we've had an update in the Sean Aston saga. So. Yeah, I'm glad he's doing well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, one of the coolest deaths, one of the coolest Gundams you could possibly have. Good, good bet. Greg Musto. Chris Kulik. Dakota Kemp. John W. Soggy Newspapers. Allie Rose. Hi, first time, long time. Saturn Video. Sprinkle Buds. Hilda B. Serial Killer X. Kiwi of Lerve. Wade Norcross. Kevin, your escaped monkeys are watching you and your <gasps> monkey shines. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't I don't know what I was going for there. I just tried something <laughs> and uh, I stuck with it. Cool. Yep. I like it. Thanks, man. I like your follow through. Thanks. Benjamin Luther. Kate the Great. Kit Bush. My cart. Ollie Sets. Sirison. Dennis Wright. Jover the Moon. Edgar's Crassus. Cameron Genseveld. Cassandra Harris. Gulliver. Greg Gervasi, a.k.a. Fetizen. Hi. Hey, Greg. Matt Septor. Anthony Rodriguez. B. Big Nick Lane. Dom's Dirty Dong versus King Kong will be three hours long. Tonight <laughs> at 11. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I like that. That was a movie. I kind of rapped there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kira and Brian are big fans. We're getting all the shout ones today. Soap. That last name was my favorite. Hey. The blade of the Goblin Grader is pledged to Chad Quant. Welcome nice. aboard, Goblin. Alpaca acquaintance, DDS, Department of Dope Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Blake, bad time having Kevin. Jeff Webb is still a big baby, but we both sincerely appreciate your well wishes. Kappa Kappa Capital S. Dan Antonio. Turaku, the thing that goes doink in the anime. Doink, doink. Philip, OG Quicksand Truther, and Blade Pledger Hamill. <laughs> Spencer White. CM. Farrah. Alright. <laughs> James Stavernos. Jesse. Chris Curdo. Chris, the official Goosebuds chronicler and ledger man, Byers. Cole Gleason. It, it is official. I did dub Chris brought Byers. Yeah, yeah, Paul really did make that yeah, call. Mm -hmm. On my own. It was a, ro a rogue call. Jesse Boggs. Michael Malloy. Tan Yorhide. Grab Comics. Kyle O'Neill. Goon Cahoots. Robert Holden. <laughs> this is <laughs> an insult. 
<laughs> Babette's feces. It's Babette's feces. It's a movie that Kevin and I love, and you've defiled it. <laughs> what <laughs> movie do you guys would watch? It's called Babette's feces. It's called Babette's feast. Now I'm I'm now mad. I'm, but the full force of my blades is now coming down I, on Babette's. I feces. appreciate your support, but damn. <laughs> That's a good letterbox comment. You just go on letterbox. Follow me on letterbox. Yo, if you leave that as the letterbox review, you're gonna get likes. Adam Brundell. <laughs> Anthony Stoker. Brony underscore Danza. Okay, this one always breaks my brain. Dog lips underscore Kajoyan? I think you got yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Gunner Toland. Angelo Edward Longton Santone pledges the holy blade of justice to Paul. Well, that's Ooh. it. It's over. I've got the holy blade, so. Take that, gingivitis. <laughs> Brandon Nichols. <laughs> Max. Smelodies. Uh, Zendane. Crank 2. High voltage. Funny. <laughs> AKA Cyberbully. Paul sentient, my buddy doll. Oh no. Deep cut. Blarbin, hungry for some crazy bones. Mm, yum, yum, yum. Bacon. Bosferatu. Brian Udap. Lumo Nuva. Logan Kilgus. Munch Squad. Starship Nine. And now, welcoming to the Book of Names, a new name. Bobby. <laughs> Of the Eastwood Unlocker of Worlds. That's a that's a big title. Welcome, Caleb Snyder, Grand Master of <laughs> Spells and Enchantments that pledges his wizard staff and ancient tome to Paul. Mmm, that's what happens when you get a holy blade pledged to you. Brian Storo. Hello and hi, crafty stitch witch. And hello, proper spaceman. Oh, it's a proper spaceman, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so very, very much. We love you. Goodbye. Thanks. Thanks, mates. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Brush your teeth. <laughs>